Welcome to The Bridge, fun conversations on culture, life, and everything in between. Welcome to The Bridge. We are a show that connects East and West. My name is Jason. I'm from the Golden State, sunny California, and now living here in City of Museums, beautiful Beijing. Today with me is Bebe. Yay! Hi, Jason. How are you? And hi, our dear listeners. Find us where you get your podcasts. If you like the show, then consider pushing the like button or giving us five stars. Suggestions, comments, anything you would like to share, email us at welovethebridge at gmail.com. We love the bridge. Thanksgiving is a unique American holiday. Through the years, it has become an annual debate over the true origins and the merits, meanings, and malice Ooh. of the holiday. For most Americans, it means food and family. But what does it mean as viewed from the vistas of other mm. nations, baby? What do you? What do you? You're you're Chinese, and you've lived in America. Mm. So, as a little girl and as a college student, what did you? What do you think about when you think about huh. Thanksgiving? As you mentioned, meanings and malice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can you elaborate? Expand. <laughs> well, to be honest, I've always had mixed feelings about Thanksgiving mm. um, because the historical part. I mean, what we do nowadays mm -hmm. for the celebration is nice, mm -hmm. right? It's about family gathering, mm -hmm. uh, warmth, uh, visiting relatives. Mm -hmm. But then when you think back to how things all started, mm. I mean, I think for most people, it will give them a, you know, odd feeling, right? Rather unpleasant. Mm -hmm. um, are we going there today? Mm. <laughs> or shall we just talk about turkey? We can absolutely go there. I think that I wanted to ask you because, yes, there are some it's it's one of those things where there are different people with very strong right. feelings about this. So if you if if you get the uncle and aunt who have different opinions at Thanksgiving <laughs> right. together, they're going to be like, I know, I know. So ah. I was like, you know. <laughs> it feels like I was sitting, I, I had this image of me sitting in someone's living room and mm -hmm. conversation started to flow. And I'm just like feeling the atmosphere, mm -hmm. feeling mm -hmm. the vibes of the group to see, you know, what are the things that I should and should not mention? <laughs> um, but let's start safe. You know, I want to talk a little bit about Turkey. Well, actually, I wanted to ask because... you before we get into Thanksgiving, I was going to okay. ask you, are any of the Chinese holidays, do any of the Chinese holidays have a controversial huh. like beginning? Lunar New Year, it is just always been there right for thousands of years maybe mm, but it wasn't well it, it's not as um happy as they seem on the surface oh because you know about the nian right the monster yeah yeah the, yeah that's because right the monster the monster was disturbing the village so people thought of um, that's like mythical there's not really a monster that came to eat people right? how would you know jason oh, yeah, you're right i was not there yeah go back like thousands and tens of thousands of years like what kind of creatures you know populated the planet we don't really know right mm -hmm. anyhow instead of just a happy celebration where people got together it was a time when the monster actually you know came down from the mountain to, to look for food. <laughs> so the people had to like flee mm. the villages um, until someone like, I don't know, brought over like firecrackers or something and told them that you should just mm -hmm. make everything red because the monster is scared of the color red. So, I mean, that's like kind of the other side to the What about um, Dragon Ball Festival is about a well-known and yes. well-respected intellectual poet who throws himself into the waters to drown. Uh, not to drown. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't he? He drowns, <laughs> he right? Did, I believe he drowns not, himself. But that's no? not the purpose. He wasn't like, it wasn't oh, because oh. of his personal suffering, right? Because mm. he, he felt like his um that the state he lived in mm. was doomed because oh gosh things were looking not looking so good he was a patriot because the emperor wasn't listening right. to reason and that that's what i understand i'm not Ex exactly extremely sure. patriotic and he worried for mm. uh the good of the people and that's why he mm. no he didn't just jump in the river to drown <laughs> I just wanted to put this into context so people don't feel like we're sure. picking on Thanksgiving. Lots of national holidays around the world sometimes have complicated beginnings. Yes, but okay. Sure. So, what were the wonderful hmm. things about Thanksgiving? Okay. All right, but I think we have to get through that, this part. I just happened to be reading a book mm. called mm. Why Nations Fail. Oh, goodness. Uh, the... <laughs> this is all positive today, baby. <laughs> well, I know. We, we will try to steer things sure, back sure. in the end. So the subtitle is The Origins of Power, Prosperity, and poverty mm. because you know you need to understand we need mm. to understand how nations fail to mm. understand how to make them not fail su successful <laughs> yeah. or yeah to make the good part last a little bit longer mm. 
despite all the natural cycles and all. But in the beginning, like the hum on what, like page a little bit over 100. And it started with um, talking about European colonizations of um, South America mm-hmm. and then later North America mm-hmm. and reading about what they did. Oh, gosh. Especially like when they started, the, when the Spanish went to South America, mm-hmm. they went what? there looking for gold and silver. The city of gold. But yeah. Or like they probably thought the whole continent was dotted with gold. Mm. But the thing, you know, I, my heart was literally like sh- mm. shivering and shrinking. I felt like it was shrinking while I was reading the things they 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 did. They intended oh, to yeah. do. They wanted mm. to th- like they designed systems over the years and decades. Uh-oh. They designed systems to make the locals do the hard work you know, digging up the gold and mining whatever they could from the land. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say something much that worse. Is, I have, how actually can, have how much ma- worse can it get? No, no. Oh, gosh. When the conquistadors, the Spanish, right. came over to Teotihuacan, which was a Central American mm-hmm. city, they actually, after they sieged and took over the city, they wanted to keep some of the men for labor. Right. So they chopped off the right leg just oh, below dear. the knee of every male in oh, the entire city, every male in the oh, entire dear. city to ensure that they would never be able to instigate an up. Rising. Oh my god! So you want to talk about what did they do? I'm like tearing up. Are you talking? Yeah. Is that for real? Oh yeah, that's for real. All right. You just made this whole thing darker, darker, much, much darker. <laughs> yes. Yeah, sorry. I'm just saying history is not a fun place to go looking for positive then, stories. You know, I, I, what, I, while I was reading it, you know how they keep they kept the locals literally on subsistence level mm. so that they could work for the colonists or the colonizers, so that they can ship whatever they can find on the land a little. They were looting, yeah. forcing the locals to to work for their looting. Mm-hmm. Oof, I'm like losing my ability to talk. <laughs> like I wondered while I was reading all that, mm. what did they feel? Did they ever have mm. any sense of uh, qualms about what they were doing? Like, did their mm. souls suffer? It's hard to say what, what like, <sighs> what the mentality, the zeitgeist of a culture so long ago with obviously such different morals and ethics from contemporary society. No, but I believe human nature. We know what's right and what's wrong. We know when we're being selfish or not. I think Marx is right when he said material conditions determine morality and ethics. So, well, maybe like, people can be fooled for, for a bit, but I think deep inside. We know that's not right. And I was reading, I was like, how could they, how could they do do this? Like, how could anybody do this? You know, are, are they monsters? Did they have minds of a monster? So, I mean, like, speaking of Thanksgiving, I started thinking of this. And of course, when, you know, when the, the uh, colonizers arrived in North America, they found that, oh, this place is not covered with gold <laughs> or they mm-hmm. didn't have as much gold. And it was mm-hmm. much, much colder. You know, be, they were going to replica what they did, what the Spanish did back in mm-hmm. South America. Um, But they found that they couldn't. Um, and then they had to find other ways to, to survive and then to conquer more. Before we get to all the Ooh. conquering stuff, why don't we talk about what Thanksgiving is contem- in a contemporary fashion without, I mean, obviously there are. Before everybody turned thing, turned the radio off <laughs> on us. <laughs> exactly. So this is not true because a lot of contemporary people hate Thanksgiving. I want to say, what does, oh. what does Hallmark pretend Thanksgiving is? And what do a lot of, what do tens of millions of people pre- try to pretend Thanksgiving? is. So let's talk about that. Hmm. So Thanksgiving is supposed to be a time for your family to get together and eat turkey and Hmm. overeat and maybe watch a football game Hmm. and spend time together arguing with your crazy uncle. (laughs) Is that what you did? Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. So you eat a lot of food. The reason it's turkey, so we're going to get off on a more positive... Not for the turkeys. It's not more positive. (laughs) Turkey is ubiquitous. (laughs) Wow, this is a tough one. So uh, there are turkeys every in North America. It's a native, it's an indigenous animal to North America. So it's probable that the you know early settlers were in fact mm-hmm. Turkey when they tried to celebrate what may have seemed like a Thanksgiving. Or Thanksgiving essentially is a harvest festival oh. representing the reaping of the rewards of the land right before mm-hmm. winter comes. Mm-hmm. So, it, and, and for children, it's a happy when, time. when I was a little kid, mm-hmm. what we did were we 
made little turkeys using our hand. You put your hand on a piece of paper and sketch around it and cut it out of orange paper or brown paper and make little turkeys by gluing and pasting paper together. And some people would wear these little black paper hats so that they would look like pilgrims. And some schools would have plays about Indians getting along with, usually in those stories, Mm. with the pilgrims and them all sharing a meal together. So this is the idealized version of American culture for what Thanksgiving is supposed to be like. And then maybe stops there for a lot of people. So, okay. Um, Sure. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. So it's changed because of presidents. So actually, Mm. this is really interesting. I didn't know this. Mm. It was actually George Washington who created it as a holiday, as an American holiday. George Washington announced that it would be part of American culture. And I thought it, it was President Lincoln. No, Lincoln removed the day. So uh-huh. it was originally created by Washington. And then Lincoln said, no, it's not going to be in the beginning of November. He moved it to the fourth Thursday of every November. Okay. And then under President George Bush, I believe, Jr., he actually created National American Indian Heritage Month as the month of November. Mm. So that I think is to sort of like say, oh, here we can also remember the fact that there used to be 10 million of you and now there's only 200,000. Oh, yeah, that's a kind of dramatic change in numbers. I wonder what happened. Right. And um, there's also, I learned that there's also a, what do you call it, a national morning? Day or oh, National Day of Mourning mm. associated with Thanksgiving Day, but it, it it we maybe we can get to that a little bit later because we started with something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dark. Absolutely, no, you're absolutely right. That is uh, so for people. Some people they consider it to be an insult to celebrate Thanksgiving and to pretend that the pilgrims and the the native indigenous Americans got along Did not suffer. So mm. they do a National Day of Mourning to uh, recognize the people that were basically genocided from the North American continent. Okay. Well, it's a great holiday. <laughs> can, can, can I talk about Turkey a little bit? Sure, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, just to lighten things up a bit. Uh. So, you know how, you know, the week after Thanksgiving, right? When you are, but you guys had mm-hmm. four boys in your house. So maybe you didn't have such a problem. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for um, mm-hmm. every, after every Thanksgiving day, um, people had to deal with the leftovers. Mm-hmm. And Turkey, uh, I don't think Turkey would be very popular here in China. Really? Uh, like, Turkey's, like, they don't... It's like chicken. Yeah, precisely. But it's like a whole huge piece of chicken breast. Oh, yeah. You guys don't like something Americans may not know. Chinese folks generally prefer the dark meat, not the light meat. Very different. So actually, I go to the store and I buy up tons of chicken breasts because Mm. they're hecka cheap here. But in America, they're super expensive. Oh, in America, (laughs) you can't get rid of the dark meat. It's the exact opposite. Wait, what do you mean by dark meat? Dark meat meat means the non That's how we refer to the meat that's not from the breast of the chicken. We refer to the rest of the meat as the dark meat. But it's the same color. No, 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 no. The breast is actually softer and whiter than the rest of the... It's tougher. The the word we use to describe the texture of like chicken breast meat is chai. You know what that means? Chai? No. It means like firewood. <laughs> well, I guess maybe you're cooking it differently than we do. You're not supposed to cook it directly. You're supposed to... What I learned in a restaurant mm. for handling chicken breast is to boil it first. Once it's boiled and it becomes white and you don't overcook it, mm-hmm. then you'd remove it from the pot mm. and slice it up and then you can fry it afterwards. If you go directly to frying it, it does become hard and chewy. Yeah. Okay. So like my dad, right? He's not a picky eater at all. Mm. You know, he came from hard times uh, when he was little. Like they, you know, they didn't have a lot of things to eat. But even my dad would like refuse to eat like chicken breast meat. <laughs> and uh, and also like the, the look on his face after Thanksgiving Day. Mm. And mm. <laughs> he looks so worried, you know, after when, when he sees the leftover uh, turkey meat. Mm. And my dad used to say that even steamed buns taste better than chicken breast meat. Wow. Like steamed buns, they're just, it's literally just flour and water. This is why I'm so fortunate. <laughs> I feel so fortunate that, that so many Chinese folks right. agree with you. And I can go to the store and just buy and, up the Yeah, breasts. they are cheap because like only, you know, who eat, uh, who wants them? Like people who go to the gym who wants to build up a lot of muscle because it's like, you know, it's like fat free Mm. and then filled with protein. Mm. But then we just don't Mm. know how to eat it because it's just like too dry and it's completely tasteless. And my dad would be like, wow, every time, (laughs) like every Thanksgiving where we had to deal with like the amount of leftover turkey meat, my dad would be like chewing it slowly and saying like this 
tastes exactly like cotton or the things that you find in quilts. You know, like stuffing inside quilts. This is so interesting because you get the exact opposite perspective in America because you put the turkey on the end of the table mm. and usually an honored guest. It used to be traditionally the man of the house, but now it's just the honored guest mm-hmm. would like come up and carve the turkey. Usually who it's now they have turkey carvers. They're electronic and just sharp knives. And, and <laughs> most people will feel insulted if you give them the what we call the dark meat, the non breast meat. Uh-huh. They'll be like, oh, I guess I'm not one of the more honored people here. You didn't give me very much breast. Oh. So it's the it literally in America, if you'd serve someone the, the dark meat. Mm. Yeah. People will be like, why did I get this? Why didn't why can't I have some? And it's it's the opposite. It's complete. People feel that the turkey, the breast better is more juicy, is softer. I think it's maybe the preparation styles in each country are different. You can tell um, how people prioritize uh, how they treasure different parts of the chicken or the turkey by the mm. price, right? Like, mm. uh, as you mentioned, chicken breast meat, they're pretty cheap here in China. And mm. even chicken mm-hmm. claws are so much more expensive than, <laughs> than, than... But the main difference is it's interesting to eat chicken claws, but it's totally boring and uninteresting to eat chicken breast meat. Mm. It's not like part of it is the texture because it, it, it can get pretty dry and then it's not really f- all that flavorful. I can't believe you're even and saying also, that. It's the most flavorful part. <laughs> what flavor does it have? It tastes <laughs> like the chicken breast or the turkey breast. I don't I, There's I, no I, taste none, to it. There's a, no true red-blooded American listening to this show is going to agree with you, baby. <laughs> and then we, we end the show <laughs> bickering about which part of the chicken. Okay, so the like usually the, the chicken wings, I think we can agree on that part, right? Both in China and the States, mm-hmm. the chicken wings are like the more expensive part. But I think the chicken claws probably end up being more expensive than Oh, in America, the wings. that's like thrown no away. No one wants no, them. Yeah, I they're, know. Dispo- they're probably at the factory. They're probably chopped off and sent to China. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but you can find them in Chinese uh, markets. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you on, cook them right. And see, the, the thing about eating chicken feet and not liking breast, like chicken breast meat is mm-hmm. you have to like as uh, well as a Chinese, we think about how interesting it is to eat something. You know what I mean? Mm. You know, you like people. I actually don't know what you mean, because when I tried chicken feet, I was like, this is a lot of work for a very small amount of meat. (laughs) But that's that's the fun part of it. It's like for us eating fish without bones is boring. Oh, gosh. Okay, so and also another crazy thing for Mm. for Chinese people is uh, you can find like sunflower seed without the shells. Yeah. Right. When you go buy sunflower seeds, it comes in a little package without shells. And we were like. Who would buy this? <laughs> we get both. Like, I think it's a different taste. Yeah, different but folks. we eat yeah. it partly, at least like, let's say 60 to 70 percent of the purpose of eating sunflower seeds is so you get to crack them mm. and your tongue gets a little exercise <laughs> and um, and your teeth and your tongue, your mouth have to work together and you have to train your muscles so that you can do it really well. And then pumpkin seeds. This is exactly why we have the <laughs> right. bridge show, because our cultures do differentiate on some. Things. No, if, if you eat uh, sunflower seeds without the shells, mm. we were like, this is completely meaningless. This is so boring. Like you, but it's you yummy, just, and you can just eat right. You don't have to do any work. It's like done for you. It's yum. But Yay. and also, it's filled with you know, it's filled with oil, right? It's basically eating oil. You know, like and, you have a new car, and you push the button, and it just the whole window comes down because you don't have to hold the button anymore. Basically, I feel like eating the seeds with the shell on it is like you still have to hold the button. Well, have you ever tried cracking? Yeah, it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, wait, once you get the hang of it, don't you think it's quite interesting? Like it's a one of those mindless activities. No, I found it. I found it to be annoying like everything <laughs> that i want to eat is trapped in a little <laughs> tiny well, sh- 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 shell that i have to fight to get the to the food. it's a it's <laughs> little bit like knitting you know when people mm. knit it's very calming if they have mm. something to do but you don't have to think about it a lot so mm. you can knit when you're watching tv when you're you know waiting for your bus or like at the train station um and then you're not completely just sitting there at, like a statue you have you're busy mm. about something but it's not taxing it's very relaxing and it's the same with mm. eating um like cracking sunflower seeds while you're watching tv or chatting with someone like you are active but not tiring so when you're like you know enjoying um let's say a long korean tv series or when you are having a drink with a friend that's when chicken feet they become you know the star dish because you you are busy engaged but you're not tired out by this whole activity oh yeah 
listening to The Bridge. So the spirit of Thanksgiving, I want to really want to kind of put this into it. You know, you have a uh, Lunar New Year, Chinese New Year. You have Lunar New Year in China and Christmas ends Thanksgiving. These two holidays mm-hmm. mirror the, this concept of what Chinese New Year's is all about. Lunar New Year is all about. And that is family getting together mm-hmm. to spend time together, having a meal, mm-hmm. enjoying time. Maybe maybe dad ends up with a beer <laughs> sitting on the couch watching TV in America. But mm-hmm. that's not too dissimilar from a lot of families. Families that where the older gentleman might get some baijiu out. Right. Ba- baijiu or liquor is definitely yeah. a part of such celebrations. And I think mm-hmm. um, for Chinese family gatherings, it's usually like a bigger gathering. Like, especially when it comes um, Chinese New Year's time, it's a bit of work, especially if you have a lot of relatives. Like we have mm-hmm. a saying, qi da gu ba da yi, which is like your seven aunts from your mom's side and your eight aunties from your dad's side i mean it's the yeah it's uh it just means that all your relatives and of of course uncles from both sides and then Mm. uh your parents generation um and they will come and visit each other so it's a busy time i mean Mm. it lasts for a whole month and usually you get all the visitations uh you know around the new year's day um so when we say family gathering it's like the whole clang Mm. Uh, getting together so um but you know nowadays time just goes by a lot faster than when i was little because i remember back then one year lasted a long time so one new year um you have to wait for a long time for the new year to come and that's when you get new baby has a time machine for anyone who didn't understand that and time time is changing it's turning much much faster (laughs) do you not feel it do you feel you do right i'm just picking absolutely and now it's like whoa another new year somehow it's just coming out us faster and faster. Okay, so I want to keep trying to stay on on thanks, uh, okay, Thanksgiving. Okay, sure. <laughs> so, you know, have you ever heard of the Macy's Day Parade? Yeah, of course. So, wh- yeah. what do you what do you know about it? Uh, it's a parade. <laughs> yeah. It's so there's a huge parade where they have these giant floats, uh, animals, floats, right? Floats. Yeah, the floats and the different people, like characters, come by. I always remembered as a child Garfield. I was just sitting there watching all the other cute car- characters go by, waiting for Garfield. Garfield is a cat, right. an orange cat who likes lasagna. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'll be Garfield. Come on. So I guess Garfield may not be as popular these days as, as Garfield was when I was a little boy. But they bring by all the really cool cartoon characters and like you know famous. Uh, things that families are into and kids watch it and Mm -hmm. moms and dads watch it with their kids and it's a a huge part of this holiday of the american you know americanism i read it somewhere that snoopy has made the most uh, appearances in thanksgiving maybe 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 snoopy has snoopy is is a a very famous (laughs) classical 20th century character from american speaking of garfield i've never really watched anything um, I know he's a famous, he's a cat, right? He's a cat who's lazy and has an owner named John. And there's a dog, I forgot the dog's name, I'm getting old, that hangs out too, that's kind of goofy. And Garfield thinks he's smarter than everyone else uh, and eats everything in the house. And so what What I do remember about Garfield was once I saw like a news title and he said like a famous international star drowned in a bathtub. And then when I clicked open the the piece it had a picture of Garfield <laughs> inside the bathtub like half drowning mm-hmm. so I was like oh that's odd but that's mm-hmm. like the only recollection my father had a, a poster of Garfield on mm-hmm. the wall and it said and he was eating some flowers flowers and it said yes he was eating it's just he's supposed to be silly oh. so he's eating some flowers and it says don't forget to stop and eat the flowers along the way my, oh. so I remember that in my dad's office so he, like you're supposed to be smell the flowers yeah. You're listening to The Bridge. The origins of Thanksgiving is supposed to have been that maybe in 1621 or maybe in 1622 in Plymouth, Massachusetts, there were some people that were hungry and the Native Americans brought foods from their harvest and shared it together Mm. with the pilgrims. And so they had like this wonderful time together. At least they survived. But right. um, there are a lot of contradictory things, firstly, about which year it was, what day it was. Did it happen actually in a different city or maybe it was a copy from something else that happened earlier than that? 
But mm. and in fact, I have an article here. It says insider.com history of Thanksgiving. And it says Plymouth Thanksgiving of 1621 wasn't the first. And it talks about how maybe the first one was in 1619 or possibly 1565 or possibly. And it keeps going on and on. Mm. And so it does mention that whatever happened in 1621 or 1622, that eventually a war broke out between those settlers and the indigenous people. Mm. And let me read the actual statistic. It's half of of all of the Native Americans died and possibly as many as 90% of the pilgrims from a war that broke mm. out immediately after this. So, wow. The okay. peace did do, not do you, last. Uh, have you watched the uh, cartoon Pocahontas? Yeah, yeah, Pocahontas. But Pocahontas, the yeah. real story is nothing like the Disney cartoon. Well, they would hard, it would be hard to make a cartoon out of the real story, I think. Yeah. But I, that was like one of the first cartoons that I watched um, when I went to the, after I went to the States. Mm. And there's some beautiful songs in it but the story uh, yeah also i have mixed feelings about you know um what the story is a lot is like about. pocahontas she's always like praying to nature that sounds like you uh praying to nature <laughs> i just respect nature i suppose you're listening to the bridge I wanted to talk about Thanksgiving in the context of global harvest festivals. So there's really interesting looking at the birth of a new holiday here in China, Mm. because according to multiple websites, including HunanGov.cn, there is the Chinese fifth annual harvest festival taking place across the country where farmers are actually showcasing their goods at different harvest festivals around the country. You're thinking this is going to be like a new national holiday? If you think about it, Mm. in 200 years, if this just keeps happening, eventually this will just be like any other holiday. Well, that's true. Yeah. 200 years. Yes. Well, I mean, it it takes time for the myths and the legends. So this is the uh, fifth, I think. It started in, what, 2018? Mm. And is it on the day of um, uh, autumn equinox so i think it's sometime in the fall like september maybe like uh, the 20 this year maybe it was the 23rd which was the fifth chinese farmers uh-huh. uh, harvest festival but i would it is uh, september 15th, 15th. Okay. That's, that's yeah according to china or Org.cn says September 15th, villagers showcase sorting out packages of yellow peaches mm. in Dong Jai of Zunhua. Mm, somewhere. In Hebei. <laughs> oh, sure. Province. Yeah. So, oh, wait, no, it said, you're right. It says it falls on September 23rd. This Let's year. See, July, August, August, September. October, October, no, that's one month before the equinox. Mm. But this is the harvest festival. So this is when they're taking in the, the bulk of the harvest, which is a bumper harvest this year. Mm. Despite all the crazy things that have been that have been happening. Mm. And I think that's thanks to technology. Uh, yeah, yeah. And also um, some mm. rice that is now cultivated in salt water. Yeah, they've been trying to experiment that. Actually, wow, a friend amazing. of mine sent me a package. I haven't got to eat it yet. You have salt water rice? Uh, it, it grew somewhere. Is it salty? Like, it either was like from the desert or... Mm. somewhere like with salty water mm. like that's not supposed to grow mm. rice but they figure things out is this the yeah. scientist that passed away a couple of years ago that everyone thinks is like a hero of china oh, yeah the yeah like the grandfather of rice mm. in china um i don't know if they're di- directly related but i know that he he did do experiments when it comes to that mm. and he's been um sharing his te- technology with uh you know countries in on the african continent mm. so that more people around the world can have a rice to mm. eat not just like, you know, southern parts uh, with mm. plenty of water. Are you familiar with yeah. the uh, Turkey presidential pardon? Yeah. You are. Uh, I thought, you know, actually it didn't start until, was it until President Bush? Really? No, I thought it was much earlier. It happened when I was a kid. I thought it was much earlier. Okay, so. Um, but what I know what I know TV. about it, and it sounds like you may have started to do some research. I actually didn't do that research on this particular thing. See, I, w- I found this. President oh. George H.W. Bush was the first to pardon a turkey. So this is in 1989, like the 41st president pardoned the first turkey, assured he would never become somebody's dinner. After noticing the 50 pound bird looked a little antsy at his office, at his official Thanksgiving (laughs) proclamation. I bet he just had some other (laughs) turkey brought in that he didn't see its face. Or he felt like this (laughs) this occasion might not bode well for for us. And that since then, every president has upheld the tradition. Mm -hmm. And a few of the turkeys have gone on to serve a different purpose. I wonder what that could be. Well, I heard heard that they moved them out to a special farm where they get to live out their days like pecking at the ground and eating worms. 
Oh, and it says in 2005 and 2009, the birds went to Disneyland and Disney World what? parks to participate oh in the annual Thanksgiving parades. Maybe this has... Okay, so I've heard um, that in Disneyland in Shanghai, mm-hmm. you know, there's a Disney park or land. Oh, yeah, I've been there. I don't know I've what you call it. twice. You've been there? Yeah. Okay, so for people who've been there, um, they, they say they sell turkey drum, like turkey drums is that what you call it like they're lakes um in the disney park Mm -hmm. no like pretty much you find you would find turkey nowhere else in china no it would not be very popular (laughs) but i mean yeah yes and no i wanted to talk about that go ahead did you try it well no i didn't try it there okay and i want to mention that we're talking about this for quite a few times my daughter came back from school and she was telling me like a a classmate of mine and she went to disneyland or disney park and she ate a turkey leg Mm -hmm. and she said it was horrible she said she will never (laughs) she will never eat it again (laughs) so dry and she told me this like on several oh. different occasions because oh. i guess she had never um really had any turkey here in china so that was her impression and it's, it will be a hard sell mm-hmm. for her well i'm not a, i mean i'm not anti-turkey but i'm certainly not like uh i hate turkey turkey is fine it's just just like giant chicken to me but <laughs> i wanted to say here in beijing at least and i'm assuming other cities where there are a lot of expats like shanghai and Chongqing, mm. but here in beijing for sure there are about 100 different places to have thanksgiving oh. so yeah the foreigners themselves they talk to different restaurant owners months in mm. advance and different five-star hotels mm. and so the, each of these five-star hotels and like really posh restaurants all over uh, Beijing for about a week before and a few days after Thanksgiving have different Thanksgiving nights mm. all over the city so that foreigners sign up. They'll pay huge amounts of money. Sometimes they'll pay like 300 RMB for wow. one person, okay. which is like 50 bucks. I guess it's not huge, but it's, mm-hmm. it's a lot of money. And so people will sign up to go to these and they'll just be like lots and lots of foreigners and interested Chinese persons participating in Thanksgivings across the city of Beijing and presumably across other cities as well. I wouldn't be surprised. I think I I've um, seen videos of turkey farms on TikTok, mm. but these are like really niche farms yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for probably just for this purpose. Mm. And I actually saw in one of the um, uh, articles about Thanksgiving that it says the majority of Americans secretly dislike classic Thanksgiving dishes, but will eat them anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think what is that? The there's a purple jam that's made out of like cranberries or something. I, it's I, not purple. It's like dark red. I, I don't like well, it. No, it's yeah. actually, well, it balances out with all the meat. No, you know, the stuffing balances out with all the meat. The, the jam is just like, why is there jam here? But the stuffing <laughs> is like the only part that tastes really good. Um, And also the gravy, the gravy. Oh my gosh, you hate no, turkey no, no. It's, so I, I'm much indifferent. <laughs> I don't hate it. It's just like, there's no taste to Every it. Every story. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's, it, it's, it's actually. The skin okay. is okay. The skin is Okay, and I guess if you give it a like a proper salt bath before that, and then you get turkey, you get turkey sandwiches afterwards. Oh gosh, that's my uncle's headache because after Thanksgiving he would be bringing turkey meat sandwiches joy for of, a whole week to work. The <laughs> joy of this moment, the, the 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 day after waking up and thinking, "Wow, I'm gonna have turkey every day for three or four days," really? and it's like a wonderful, delightful American like salutation wow. to our roots and our heritage. Yeah. Well, it does say in the same. Article. You're walking all over my culture. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, this no, article just, from housebeautiful.com it says many people enjoy Thanksgiving leftovers more mm. than the meal itself. Oh, because you can make so many different things out of all the meat. You have a refrigerator <laughs> That's full right. of meats. But then you once you see the looks on my parents' faces after that, <laughs> when they open the fridge, I think my dad would literally flee. Like he was like, mm. I've got a project somewhere else. I have to be. <laughs> Where I'll be gone for a week. Can you guys deal with this? <laughs> you know, what's really interesting is peop- Americans love it so mm. much that it's in the news every night for like weeks leading up to Thanksgiving. What, what the cost, the, the price of a turkey, where oh. you can get turkeys, which cities are deficient in turkey meat, where you, which cities you need to go to get your turkey, where are their emergency turkey supplies? Emergency like, turkey a, a serious, supplies? Seriously, seriously. Like, you're like, oh, if you just go one town over, there's a store that still has turkey. People are going nuts about it for weeks on it. Oh, now, now that you mentioned it, I remember my mom and my aunt talking about this because usually the the price, the normal price, right, before Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. but the price drops dramatically, like price of whole turkeys drop dramatically mm-hmm. after the holiday. And then my mom would literally be, you know, 
sitting there debating because my mom should I make my husband really unhappy <laughs> for another month <laughs> because she's like this price is way too good mm. something like like 17 cents per pound or something mm. crazy like that she's like I I know we don't like it but we have to buy it because she like she makes purchases based on price. pricing yeah, basically yeah. and then sometimes she's like I just can't take it anymore I gotta go get another turkey well, you, and then another store would be on sale another really, really important thing I this is not as much true for Europeans and other people, but Americans specifically, U.S. Americans, mm. there's the trifecta of holidays. So what? it's literally Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Um. These three holidays in a row are like Orion's belt of holidays each year <laughs> that come around and it's like, ah, it's almost Halloween. The three are lined up and right. it's like you go boom, boom, boom. And you, you know, as soon as Thanksgiving is over the very next day, firstly, that's Boxing Day. But mm. secondly, it's time for Christmas decorations to go up. And shopping. Yeah. Oh, actually, I remember reading somewhere that. Um, so at, at the beginning, Thanksgiving Day was like the fourth day or the last Thursday day right mm. and then they moved it up one week so that they so that the shopping season would be longer mm. so that people would spend more time shopping and then i think it was moved back or something like that mm. but you know it's been the time has been shifted it's really uh, early this it's the fourth thursday it's the 24th this year which is actually like really early in the month when you when i think about it yeah and i think um nowadays with online shopping i don't know if let's say back in the states people are still like they still shop according According to the season, um, like, you know, a lot of sales going on because nowadays, at least in China, there's so many different kinds of sales like all year round. Yeah. But then by the time the holiday rolls around, like you, yeah, you your yeah, flames, yeah. I, is I like, love it. it's like going out. It's like I don't have more fuel <laughs> for shopping. You know, my wife uh, doesn't like it when I make mm. purchases, even though she gives me an allowance. When I make a purchase, she knows <laughs> I don't know. She has like tracking devices. <laughs> And she's like, Jason, you made a purchase. What did you buy? And if I bought the wrong kind of thing, she'll be like, can you hide it somewhere? Uh, no, because I, she is, I, I've given my wife control over our finances basically because she's better at saving. Mm. So, and it's a lot of, so work. she gives me a lot me a certain amount of money, but the really wonderful thing about what you're just saying about there being mm -hmm. like all these holidays sales is she will say, there's a sale coming up. Do you need anything? And it's like, oh. ha it's my time. And so I'll be like, I need this kind of tie and that kind of hat and these kind of <laughs> socks. And she'll be like, yay. And she gets to go shopping and i get what i want so she enjoys the shopping yeah, she process loves shopping so i try yeah. to take advantage of her need to shop to get me things <laughs> next time just like ship your packages to your workplace no she'll so that you don't no, have to she, you don't understand my bank account is linked to applications in her oh, phone dear. so if i get a taxi she'd be like oh. why didn't you take the subway <laughs> oh dear <laughs> poor jason but you know she takes care of you yeah, in so she, many she, other she's ways. very very wonderful yeah You're listening to The Bridge. I want to talk about this is an article from history.com mm -hmm. eight Thanksgiving celebrations around the world. So what's really interesting is they take the word loosely and they what they mean are kind of harvest festivals and mm. festivals that pertain to giving thanks. And then they put them under this rubric. So number one, okay. Canada. And it says here, you may be surprised to learn that Canada's first Thanksgiving celebration actually predates America's. Oh. And it started in 1578. That's early. So, yeah. So Thanksgiving is a lot of people like to say, you know, I didn't really notice until I left America, mm. but I, I met some British folks right away and they're like, yeah, we don't do Thanksgiving. Yeah. And I was like, oh, and there are people I guess, yeah. who don't do Christmas. Right. You're like, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's really interesting. This kind of refutes that a little bit because there are, in fact, harvests of thanks around the world. They're just not exactly the same, not exactly the well, same day or the same traditions. I guess I never really associated Thanksgiving with harvest because mm. it's a little late in the season. Like in China, harvest mm. is usually we, we associate associate the fall season like from mm -hmm. like you know september uh, october and maybe a little bit of august mm -hmm. those months as harvest season by the by the end of november mm -hmm. things are like quieting down but for americans mm -hmm. when i was a child that's what we were taught so one of the things we make is usually the teacher will get like a big kind of wicker basket type thing mm -hmm. and we'll fill it with either paper apples and paper fruits and paper paper food and stuff or we'll fill it with actual real food that people like bring in mm -hmm. home or the teacher or the school will buy that stuff and so it's like this idea 
idea of a corn. It's like the harvest is finished. Mm. So a lot of other countries, they celebrate the beginning of the harvest. Mm. For Americans, they celebrate, wow, we got that harvest done. Now we can survive the winter. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like this is our supply to survive the coming snow and stuff. Yeah, I guess we don't really uh, live Mm. like that anymore because for them back then, that's literally, Mm. you know, their line of survival without the harvest, without the pumpkins um, and the canned peaches or, you know, cranberry sauce, Mm. they would literally starve in the winter and their predecessors probably a lot of them. Well, if you think about survival of the fittest, if you have two towns and one saves really well and one doesn't, then in an ancient times anyways, Mm. one town's going to still be there later and one's not. (laughs) Right. And then one will start looting the other. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. Yes. Dark again. Number number two, the German equivalent of Thanksgiving is Ernten Dankfest, which means Harvest Festival of Thanks. Of what? Of thanks? Of thanks. Ernten Dank. Dank means uh, Mm. thank you. And fest means festival. And so Germans like to squish words together. So basically they took Harvest (laughs) Festival of Thanks and they squished it together to make one Mm -hmm. word. Ernten Dankfest. And they actually have a crown that someone wears of grains and fruit and flowers. Okay. (laughs) Maybe not the prettiest, but it's very meaningful. Yeah, Yeah, I see stalks of wheat. Sticking out from the crown. I'm going to skip. And probably half of a pumpkin. This is interesting because it relates to directly to America mm. in that su- there was this group and a lot of people say this is another controversial thing. So we're getting in a dark area now. Oh, but OK. The American Colonization Society, which is now accused of rampant racism because they were basically trying to ship Africans back to Africa. They helped. Oh, dear. Some Africans moved back to Africa. I'm not exactly sure if they were forced or, or wanted to go, but they ended up back in Liberia and they brought American Thanksgiving with them and they kind of modified it to suit their own needs. And now Liberia's Thanksgiving tables boast items such as spicy roast chicken and mashed cassavas and live music and dancing are part of the tradition. Wait, you mentioned American Colonization Association? Yep. Society. Um, Society? American Colonization Society. What does that mean? What do they do? Well, according to the article, it says a private organization that believed returning African Americans to the country of their origins would provide them with greater opportunity. But when I learned about this in history, uh, basically a a lot of people were like, this is the white people's way of not wanting black people in America. So it wasn't really with good intentions, Mm. but rather to get rid of people that they disliked. So it's actually maybe a form of racism to get to do this. They know that it's these are different generations of yeah. African yeah. Americans, yeah, right? Yeah. Who well, I don't know. Okay. I I don't know much about it's very controversial, but right. it did cause Thanksgiving to now exist in Liberia. Okay. Interesting. You're listening to the bridge. Well, I mean, I don't know how to pronounce a lot of these names. In Japan, they have a Thanksgiving called Kinro Kansha Nohi, which is Labor Thanksgiving Day, and it evolved from an ancient rice harvest festival. So, okay, sure, yes, <laughs> go ahead. They have a thing. It's not. It doesn't. It's not related to the two, but the two are related in that it is a harvest festival oh, of some kind. Didn't rice. we, in fact, talk about a harvest festival that's different from the one that I brought up in China earlier All right. this this cool. year? Well, I have a question. Sure. I understand the explanations that your father didn't like turkey meat and you don't like turkey meat and the little girl who went to Shanghai doesn't like turkey meat. Okay. (laughs) I'm I'm neutral. neutral. And I I wanted to ask you, but, you know, Chinese folks know there is such a thing called Thanksgiving in America. Yes. Uh, Well, it depends on who you ask. It's not one of the more Mm. well-known holidays because it's hard. Okay, Thanksgiving, like it's so associated with turkey. Mm -hmm. That it's almost like if you want to celebrate Thanksgiving, you've got to have turkeys. Well, I, okay. And we Question just don't two. have that. You're right. I can't say Chinese people. There's like 1.4 billion Chinese people. But what about you went to America as an adult, mm. a young adult. And I wanted to know, did anyone invite you to their Thanksgiving festivities or did you celebrate Thanksgiving we, in any small way while you were in America? No, we celebrate it in big ways. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the start of the whole holiday season mm-hmm. and turkeys get so cheap. <laughs> like my mom will like she will celebrate the whole holiday just for the turkey. Um, and also it's a great uh, occasion for families to get together mm-hmm. 
besides us, we have um, uncles and aunts, like different families and cousins mm. that they live there in different states. Mm -hmm. So usually we would get together on Thanksgiving mm. and then um, maybe we will like visit the other person who came over mm. um, on like Christmas for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a very festive time. Mm. Sometimes you just have, you know, you need an excuse to get together mm. to do something fun and to go shopping and to like to cook. Um, usually there are like, you know, there will be three layers of dishes on, on the table. So while you were living as a Chinese American and cultural ambassador in the United States, you were celebrating Thanksgiving. Were you eating in the same way that Americans eat Thanksgiving or were you having like Chinese dishes or a combination? Well, the, on the day of Thanksgiving is very much like um, I won't say traditional American dinner because we will have other things. Mm -hmm. Like if we just had the turkey, gravy, stuffing yeah. and cranberry sauce, yeah. that would not satisfy um, you know, Chinese uh, people's appetite. Mm -hmm. There's got to be something spicier mm -hmm. or more interesting, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, so we would have Chinese dishes, mm -hmm. but then things would get even more interesting for the week following mm -hmm. Thanksgiving mm -hmm. because we have to come up wa with ways to cook the meat. Mm -hmm. And parts of it, we don't eat as you know, um, sandwiches as much. Yeah. Um, and then you have to come up. Sometimes we would uh, stir fry the um, the turkey meat, like shredded turkey meat oh, oh, in yeah, shreds. Yeah. And then you add like other spicy stuff to it mm -hmm. to make it taste like to kind of hide the taste that doesn't really exist. Mm. <laughs> so it becomes more interesting. The word interesting comes up a lot when we, you know, when we talk about Chinese food. Could you mince it really fine and put it inside like jiaozi or something? You know what? That is a pretty good idea. Because you don't like the texture already. But then, <laughs> see, making jiaozi, you need fresh meat. Oh, Turkey, oh you're it's right. It's uncooked. Cooked. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about that. Because yeah. if it's cooked, it's already like solid. Mm. And then it won't like the, the, the filling for the dumplings won't melt together as well. It won't mm. stick together as well. Mm. And so you'll be just eating like little chunks of things so that's different isn't the egg supposed to bind the stuff in the jowza yeah it's that's a certain purpose and it softens things up but then you know the chick the chicken meat or turkey meat would still be in little yeah, chunks yeah, yeah. Like, it's not like you're mm. melting them before making dumplings but that and is a pretty good idea so you know Different people like different things. Uh, did you experience that in the context of watching the Macy's Day Parade or no. watching maybe the Garfield cartoons or I guess not Snoopy cartoons or like maybe football games because there's someone in your family who not liked that? really. I'm just curious. Yeah, I, I'm just I, curious. How how American did you? Not get? that far. No. <laughs> uh, no, like no. we are okay with the shopping and the like Thanksgiving mm -hmm. dinner and also the family gathering, mm -hmm. but the parade maybe like we will watch it on the news if the TV is mm -hmm. on um and not so much football i i don't know if there's like a survey done on how like what percentage of chinese americans are yeah, yeah. living in the states but for me personally i don't quite get football so football uh i don't know like what percentage of chinese people watch football games i think it's also complicated because you got Chinese people who are like you who are literally you know from China mm. and then you got like people who are third generation who probably do watch football and right. more American than Chinese. But the thing is like for like at least for me or my family like football games they don't seem as harmonious you know what I mean like <laughs> we are okay with competitive uh, games you know like yeah, um, yeah. badminton uh, is popular sure, here in China yeah. or ping pong you do have two teams mm. and even soccer right you, you do have two teams both mm. are trying to win mm. but then the clashes are not as direct yeah. and when we watch football games they're like wait 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 you're gonna run into each other <laughs> they're like <laughs> yes that's what we want to do <laughs> so it doesn't seem as uh you know friendly in a way yeah um so sure. not so much it, I, it's too much like ouch <laughs> i couldn't i couldn't do that i i have knees i wouldn't want those to not work later <laughs> right. and also apparently concussions are quite serious yeah. but a lot of people love that sport so yeah, it's very American. Sport. I don't know uh, how it has anything to do with Thanksgiving, but I uh, maybe it's just the season. I'm not too sure. Or a way of advertising. I think after you eat that much turkey, you just need to sit down somewhere anymore. and like you're already on the couch and the TV's there. So, hey, football's on. All right. Well, I, I guess maybe it's just relaxing time. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I, I got to ask you something. Sure, absolutely. Go ahead. You're from the West Coast. Mm. So I found that there is a indigenous people's Thanksgiving Day mm -hmm. on the West Coast. Yeah. A another name for that. That is on Thanksgiving Day. Have you heard of it? I haven't heard of on, on but I've heard of. I've heard. I've yeah, heard I think they are like it, it's. Day, yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe it's something 
you know, um, showing the other side of Thanksgiving. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. It's huge. In California, that is a massive deal where I'm from. Really? And like we were taught about that in, as part of our curriculum. First, they would tell us oh. about like the tradition because it's America and we would do all the mm-hmm. paper, you know, cutting. But then they would, mm-hmm. our teachers would also say, oh, yeah, by the way, this is wasn't, <laughs> by the this way. didn't go well for the Native Americans. Yeah, so like, but that's why you don't see most of them around anymore. You know, it's hard for teachers to kind of uh, uh, switch to the other side but then you know you feel responsible you know because when my daughter asked me about it i was like you know what maybe when you're older i will explain the other side of things well you know basically every state has its own curriculum and some states have school district has its own school book and its own curriculum some states are more homogenous like texas the reason i say this is i can't say my experience of learning about thanksgiving where i was in the district that i was Mm -hmm. in which was just one district in california is anything like anywhere else because, you know, someone who learned about Thanksgiving growing up in Louisiana or someone in New York or someone in Washington, they're all going to have a very different experience of what the curriculum was like because there's no national curriculum. Oh, I see. It's like different by the state. Yes, not even by the state. Even in some states, it's more fragmented. So you could literally go to the next county over (laughs) and people's experience of being being educated is different. Well, kids like fight about what history is all about. My textbook said. When they grow up. Yeah, when they grow up, they will. So adults are like, no, that's not what it says or that's not what it's about. That's not America. And so this actually, this lag of homogeneity is the one of the reasons that a lot of Americans are so sparked full of debate all the time about what their own history, what our own history means. Well, which is good in some way because it leads people to discussion, right? To yeah, meaningful yeah, discussions yeah. to find out what truly happened because maybe none of the textbooks actually exhibit the, you know, what really happened in the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. But they help us get closer to it. Hopefully. Well, you know, it's th- this is why we always have one uncle or aunt at dinner who's like, everyone's afraid of what they're going to say because that <laughs> a- uncle or aunt's going to have a different perspective than your own nuclear family or whatever. Right. I mean, it's, it's the running joke of America that there's this one relative is going to come and ruin everything. But mm. what they really mean is they have a different perspective. To offer the, the other perspective. Yeah, exactly, exactly. exactly. Right. So yeah. let's be kinder yeah. to the weird uncle. <laughs> <laughs> so our, one hour of talking about Thanksgiving, this is what we've learned. Be kinder to your weird uncle, folks. Yes, yes. And also, um, you know, learn to see things from other people's perspective. If there's one thing that Thanksgiving, you know, one other thing that Thanksgiving can tell us Mm -hmm. is that Mm -hmm. and also um, read about history. Sometimes it gets pretty painful. Like when I read this Mm -hmm. book, um, Why Nations Fail, it was unpleasant. Mm -hmm. Um, I just cannot understand how other people would do such things and still still feel you know, happy about it. Mm. Um, but it has happened and it should teach us lessons. No, I, I, yeah. I feel that way. I think from all the history that I've learned, basically, I just got a little callous mm. to it because it's just every single new history book you pick up is just the same sad series of mm. stories about how you wish humanity was a little bit better. Right. And also <laughs> just to know that we have enough, mm. you know, especially we are not the pilgrims from, you know, hundreds of years ago who literally yeah. were, uh, you know, going to starve without help we have enough and, and then nowadays oh, yeah, even yeah, yeah. especially nowadays thank you for bringing the positivity back around baby. Right, because nowadays you see people they the strong the feeling of not having enough is probably mm. stronger than ever for a lot of people mm. and mainly because they have so much but they saw someone else mm. having even more Mm-hmm. But let's be thankful, right? You know, that is a good actual topic for another oh, time. Oh, okay. Well, it's a real, I mean, I'm not saying we have to go right mm. now. That, I mean, literally, that is a really good we topic. We do have enough time. and let's be thankful. We have enough. And why is it that we, so many people feel that they don't have enough? I know. So let's be thankful. Mm, let's be thankful. And for this Thanksgiving and all the days after. Except uh, don't eat turkey if you're a baby. Well, house. you won't be able to find one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or don't, don't bring. Well, uh, at your mother's house, apparently you Especially will. after Thanksgiving, because it's going to be so cheap. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for your time. Thank you for joining the show. Well, thank you, Jason. And thank you, our listeners. We'll see you next time. And happy holidays. Bye. Bye bye.